Today we're going to talk about takeaways that I saw at a recent cheer competition that I went to and some tips to help make some stunts stronger and more solid. Today I wanted to disqualify you for Zongo. There's no doubt, however, that cheerleaders are athletes. In the cheer athlete contest, we dive into all types of ineffective athletes who cheer. If you're interested in the sport of cheer, then this is a podcast for you. We'll talk with interesting leaders and cheer enthusiasts who keep the sport of cheering progressing. I'm your host, Maura Turner, aka the Cheer PG, and I look forward to helping keep your athletes healthy and safe and on the mat, ready to progress and hit zero at all times. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Cheer Athletes. Today we're going to talk about takeaways that I saw at a recent cheer competition that I went to, and some tips to help make some stunts stronger and more solid. If you don't know me, I'm Laura Turner, I'm a physical therapist and a strength coach. I am a former cheerleader and strength uh, and coach. I've coached both high school and college cheerleading, um, and I've finished coaching back in 2012. So it's been a while since I was coaching. Um, but I focused my doctorate, pro- my doctorate studies on cheerleading injuries and, uh, move- and movement screening to help reduce the risk of cheerleading injuries. And now I'm focused on helping build stronger cheerleaders and getting you comfortable and strong in the gym and getting, getting you know, building strength and progressing your stunts to help also reduce injuries. So this week I had the opportunity to go to a competition, um, a local competition here, and uh, it was one that I don't usually go see the teams. I usually stay with the teams that were in my league when I was coaching um, because it's closer. Um, but I wanted to go see a different uh, a different league, um, and it was awesome. Like it was just really fun to go and watch. Like because I don't go as often as I used to, when I get the chance to go, it's really cool to see um, how competitions have progressed and how um, we are. We, this sport is progressing. When I was coaching, we weren't uh, able to do any inverted skills at all and now everything is inverted um we were not able to do release skills uh, we had to uh you always had to be connected we weren't doing any flipping baskets uh and and uh, dismounts at all and now that's what i see you know they're connected and held on but at the high school level um but there's a lot of flipping and turning and so it's it's great to see the the progress um and this and with that, you know, so around 2007, they, they made a rule that you couldn't do any basket tosses on the hard floor, you couldn't build the two and a half high pyramids in college, um, and that was like a big bummer, because that's what we were doing. Um, but it made sense, too, because we wanted to keep things safe, right? So we had, we started to get mats out and, and perform that way. I still think that's a great idea. It's not always feasible in the middle of a halftime. But I like that we've gone back to being able to do harder skills and still encouraging the safety um, because I, I think that that's a that's a key component is being able to challenge our athletes and letting them feel challenged, but also being safe enough to perform the activities cleanly so that the people in the stands are not cringing. So let's get on to my takeaways. Um, some of these are tips, and some of these are just kudos. Um, let's. I'm going to start with some kudos. Like first thing I noticed, like the, the walkouts. Um, 
I really enjoyed watching each team walk out. You could tell some of them were like super focused at the start, you know, as they're waiting to get called onto the mat. They're holding hands. They walk out solidly as a team. What I really like, because I'm old school cheerleader, is when they run out and they're like pumping up the crowd as they're coming out. And you can just feel the excitement on the team and that and the, um, that they're just about to go and get after it. Um, and that like always brought, brings me chills and I loved watching the teams that were doing that. And, um, the game day team that did that was amazing. Like really a couple of standout girls were like, it's, it's an unusual at the high school level or below to see the crowd response activity, you know, like the enthusiasm in their step and their, um, their facial contacts, their awareness of the crowd, um, and their contact, it just, uh, like, that was, for me, that was very exciting because that's what I look for when I go to look at college cheerleaders and at a game. And so, like, they're developing that, and I could definitely see these kids, you know, continuing on in college cheer, um, and I think that's awesome. Um, the, I, again, I talked about, you know, the inversions, like, I, everybody's doing these inversions and the dismount inversions, and I think they're really fun to watch. I think the transitions into stunts were really cool. Um, there was a lot of walkovers into stunts, and transitions just on the floor, people doing walkovers and cartwheels, um, and, and, you know, you think, okay, that's, that's not an advanced level skill, but to put, see that put together into a transition with a number of teammates doing it all at once and the timing of that, it was really um, very visual and very solid and clean. And so uh, kudos to the teams that were, that were able to do that. And if you're doing, if you're working on that with your teams, like don't over, don't underestimate the power of a forward roll out of a stunt or a cartwheel as a transition. Um, because as a, spectator it's it's very visual now are you going to get your points with that no not necessarily but it can help on your visual visual points and your transitional points as opposed to difficulty so you know they're not as energy demanding as a handspring and so you might put that in as a you know as a quick little transition um because maybe you can get a whole team to do it or maybe you know wherever you can fit it in i'm not a choreographer I'm not here to critique choreography, and I'm not a stunt or a tumbling uh, coach. But I can look at the, um, as, a, as a spectator, and seeing what is exciting on that end, um, and also what does it take energy-wise, because that's where my focus is on the energy and the strength and the conditioning, you know, what does that take in the middle of the routine, and how do they look? There were... Some teams it was that like went full out. This is one tip I would have for for coaches like in in shoulders. Don't go full out in your warm ups. Yeah, you you might have ten minutes in between, but I saw some teams off to the side that were going through their warm ups that were solid. Like I thought for sure they were going to come out and hit. And when they came out, they looked like they were tired. Um, you only have so much expenditure. Maybe you're not eating enough in between. Um, you know, you, you give it your all on the practice mat and then come out and, like, nerves get the best of you. That happens for sure. But, you know, save that big energy. You want to run through. You want to practice and just kind of get things warmed up. But, like, get save the full out for the, for the mat. Um, because 
there's only so much energy you have in a day. Um, so on that note, make sure that you're eating something through your day, maybe not right before, but a half an hour before, so that you have that full energy to get out. And and, um, and I'm talking energy, like not just cheer energy, like the enthusiasm, but energy that... Um, Allow that allows you to build the stunts, you know, uh, because if you're tired, then you're going to come down. And if you're, if you've got that fueled energy and your muscles are strong and ready to go, then you're going to have a better chance of hitting. And one, a few times uh, in a prep level, and kids that were trying to go to extended level, two-legged stunts, really the flyers got to pull their legs together. Aces got to push legs together. Um, this is a, a lot of like really wide stance up in a, a prep level, and that makes it really hard if they're doing if they're assisting the stunt um, and trying to balance and hold that or transition and, and do some moving in that stunt. Well, some things that can help that would be you know so squats, deadlifts, lateral lunges, and working that side lunge to to pull back together. Um, I like adductor blocks for stretching the inner thighs, which is, you know, on hands and knees and one leg out to the side. I've got videos on my YouTube channel, so check them out. Um, but, if, yeah, so that will help to stretch the adductors, but if you're rocking in and out, you're going to get a little uh, eccentric length to it, too, so it will help to, uh, to help strengthen at the same time of the adductor machines. I think they're pointless. It's better to be working on, you know, narrow stance squatting. You're going to work all those muscles at the same time, um, and it's more effective, and that's actually going to carry over into what you're doing. Um, so be sure that we're, you know, we want to have good form our squats, change the variation of where your leg position is, but get used to bouncing and finding where that center is, where your feet are stacked directly underneath your knees, and your knees are directly underneath your hips. As you can learn to do that on the ground, it's going to carry over into the air. Um, Another bobble area that I that I saw on a lot of single leg stunts is uh, the knees were I'm going to call collapsing, like flexing, in, in uh, physical therapy terms. Um, and usually, if I'm looking at that, if I'm seeing somebody stand on one leg in the clinic and they can't straighten their knee, it can be a couple of different things. Either their calf muscles tight and that's blocking them from the extension. Their hamstrings are tight and that's blocking the full extension. Their quads are weak and that's blocking full extension. Or their hip extensors, their glutes are weak. Um, potentially even the hip flexors are tight. Um, so all of those individually can can create the need to, can cause the need to flex. And then if you're up in the air, you add into that. But more so, it's a stability, and I think it's more stability at the ankle and the hip. If you don't have solid ankle stability where you are locked out, maybe slightly pointing down into a plantar flex with your toes up in a dorsal flex position, just slightly, not a lot, you don't want a toe, but just a little pressure there will create some tension in through the, the calf muscle and create a little bit more stability at the knee. Also, you want that fit the hip isn't stable enough to hold the knee from going in, and it's kind of letting the knee is driving in, that's because you need to strengthen that upper part of your hip, your glute medius, glute minimus, and your hip rotators. Um, and we don't, we don't work these in isolation. You're going to work them with those squats, with the lunges, 
single leg squat especially and a single leg deadlift will help tremendously in improving the single leg stunting exercises again check out the channel there's a lot of that lot of you know you'll find single leg deadlifts single leg squats all over the place um uh, interestingly enough that night uh coach kelvin lamb of cheer moxie uh, find him on Instagram if you don't follow him already. He gave he was doing a live video and was asking. So I asked, you know, what are some stunting tips for this? Um, and his response was that the flyer really needs to learn to kind of get up and settle and not try to balance herself, but just to get herself centered and settle as opposed to trying to work and stabilize. Um, so you know, I think there's a lot of technique to it. I don't think it's just the flyer. I think the bases have to make sure they're under also. And he didn't see this stunt, so, you know, he's just going off my words of this. Um, but uh, spot on, like, the flyer has to adjust, but the bases have to adjust. And then there needs to be some good strength for the flyer, hip, ankle strength, and um, potentially some mobility. But this looked more of a stability thing. It wasn't didn't look like she had the flexibility. It was not a flexibility issue. And then the bases need to be strong enough that they are pulling up and under. They need to have good core strength. They can keep their legs down and they can get up and under their stunt and be able to hold it with their legs and their arms so that it's you know they're they're controlling that a little bit more. So from a strength and conditioning standpoint, there's a lot of work that can be done to help that. From a technique standpoint, go follow Kevin Kelvin because he's got some amazing tips for that as well. Um, teams that come out and they showcase their strengths. Like, not every team has full team tumbling in high school. Um, but if you showcase what you have, you know, whether handsprings, tucks, um, you know, some teams didn't have any of that, but they really were creative in their use of walkovers. Um, and they were, they were very solid in their um, two-legged stunts and the transitions that they were able to have. There's some teams that only had like six kids out there, um, and they were putting up two one mans um, and doing, you know, like they they really built to what they are able to do, um, and you, and I think that's the a key point. Like we always try to do more, and we want to keep up with the Joneses, um, but. We have to work to what our t uh, the full team level is. Sometimes there's going to be a you know one cheerleader that's maybe has more experience, maybe is a little more talented, and is able to pull off more stunts than the rest of the team. But you've got to put that all together. Yes, showcase what she can do, but also learn that as a team, and because that's cheerleading is a team sport, and we have to pull everything together, and it's. It can be frustrating for the cheerleader who wants to be doing more, but that's the whole point of the sport is putting it, pulling it all together. Um, so showcase your strengths, show off what you got, and, and put out what is solid so that you're not falling all over the place. And I really, I didn't see, I saw some stunts come down, I didn't see any falls, um, and which is kudos because we don't, that's the thing that we don't want to see is when things, you know, those pyramids just implode and things just come down. Um, um, another uh, key takeaway, like I saw a lot of taping on both knees. And uh, so kinesio tape, it's a, it's a great tool to kind of get some kinesthetic, which is feedback, awareness um, into whatever structure you test your taping um, when i see that on both sides it tells me they've got 
both sides knee pain, probably like structurally, it's probably a patellofemoral dysfunction, um, likely because they need some hip strength. But when it's on both sides, that's when I'm going to go look at core. Uh, can they? Can they hold the plank? Can they isolate their lumbar flexion extension um, and um, create good stability there? So things like um, cat cows as a warm-up and when bird dogs where they're, imagine they have a, a ball on their back and not letting that fall off the back, um, maybe even regressing beyond that and working on some rolling uh, or bringing the knees to chest and happy beauty exercises, which will isolate the hip motion from the core motion. There's a whole lot of exercises that you can do, and um, you know it, it all varies as to each individual. But whenever something's going on both sides, if you're looking at your kids, it's likely not that joint that's the issue, but more likely it's the core. And so start doing some regressed exercises, like easier exercises to help them get stronger so that they can then advance. Uh, kids get frustrated all the time. Adults do too when we regress an exercise and it feels too easy for them and they feel like they're struggling. But if you can do that and they can own it, they have perfect form, they are breathing with it and they're not compensating elsewhere, then that builds that foundation. It takes away the bilateral knee pain as well as reduces the risk of injury and they're able to build and stunt better because they're stronger with their base. Like we're not gonna put somebody up on the rib if they can't do a thigh stand. Maybe nobody does thigh stands anymore, but if they can't do a prep, they're not going up to a rib. They need to have that base, they need to be able to hold it, they need to be able to control it, and that's the same thing with exercise. We all want to do these like fancy muscle ups or uh, you know and uh, feet to bar core exercises, but if you can't hold an, a 90-90 position and breathe without arching your back or compensating with your neck, then there's no way that pull up is that muscle or that leg to bar is going to help you get stronger. Yet you know you might go through emotions, but it's, you're, you're missing a lot of reflexive stability. So as frustrating as it is, it's very important to progress an exercise and make it easier so that they can get better. And gradually, you go from a 90-90 to a dead bug, to a plank, to a V-up, to a legs, or hanging leg exercise, hanging ab exercise, or just hanging, and then hanging knee to chest and hanging feet to bar progression over time and the more you stay with it and the more you're consistent with it the better that will get and the easier it will get one of my biggest um kudos to the teams this week was how much the varsity teams were looking out for the jv teams or the older cheerleaders looking out for the younger cheerleaders um and you know there was a girl that came off the mat and was not feeling well and then varsity cheerleader like took her by the hand and, and directed her and took her to where she needed to be and really helped her out. And that's what this is about. Building uh, camaraderie, taking care of one another, supporting each other in the struggles as well as in the successes and being there to help each other out. Like that's, that's what we need in this world. 
and this is what we need in cheer as well. Um, and it was, it really, I mean, the girl's okay, I think she's okay, but, uh, you know, like, that was really special to watch that older cheerleader do that because she just did it instinctively and there was no questions asked. Um, and that, I think she's raised right and doing the right thing. Uh, lastly, the other big thing, like the dads that were there that were critiquing the routines, like that was, that I heard them on my way in, um, not critiquing in a bad way, but like, breaking things down, like, oh, you know, they need to be able to do this, this, and this, and like, look at you go, dads, and, and they had soccer jerseys on them, some other, you know, they, they, they were there to support their cheerleader, but they were not necessarily in a cheer world, like a lot of guys are, um, but, uh, you know, they were just dads, just dads, that was amazing, their boyfriends there wearing their girlfriend's um, sweatshirts, and supporting each other like it's coming guys we are like we are being there is support out there keep working on that like sometimes we get frustrated that the recognition isn't there and that nobody calls us a sport and we get frustrated on that but like it's it's there you know our parents are seeing it our significant others are seeing it and then creating a wave that is making cheerleading known and um just as recognized and supported as every other sport. So kudos to all of you. It was a great experience. I'm very excited that I got to go. I don't get to go to a lot of competitions these days because life, you know, I, because of, I work and I have my parents and I have my own workouts that I've got to do. Um, but it's exciting when I get to go and I get to see these and I see what's going on in the routines these days and um, how much they're progressing and how much strength there still needs to happen. Um, and I just enjoyed every, every minute of it. So I hope those were helpful. Uh, if you want to know any exercises, if you want to have your children looked at from a uh, movement screen to see what's missing, you know, if they need hip and ankle strength versus hip mobility or ankle mobility, I do free injury screens or free movement screens, not necessarily because of an injury, to guide the exercises that will help make things stronger and give you some specific exercises. So feel free to reach out and just email me, Laura at MoveBetterLLC.com. I move better. I see turtles. It's one step at a time and persistence over time. Um, that's what the sea turtles mean on my logo. Uh, and I just got to keep at it. Feel free to check out all of our free guides on the website, and all those links are in the show notes. And um, I'm looking forward to starting some strength and conditioning programs through the summer to work on the, um, the conditioning and the strength, keeping moving forward in a way that's not cheerleading, but is going to get your body moving right. So if you're interested in those, please feel free to reach out also. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good week. Don't forget, when in doubt, breathe it out. Take life one step at a time. And as my friend Drew Kelleher said, you're responsible for your own vibes. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Cheer Athletes. If you enjoyed it, please remember to like, share, and review. Because when you do that, it reaches more people. And if you have any comments, please leave them below. I look forward to having an ongoing discussion. To access our free guides for the, from the Cheer PT, we have a healthy day, some new cheerleading challenge and the uh, healthy fit cheer which will help you improve your jumps and your tumbling and then the 10 top ways to prevent cheerleading injuries along with our concussions uh, 
and concussion interview series. Any of these free guides you can find available in the links below. And uh, you know, if you have any questions, please reach out. You can always reach us at www.movebetterllc.com. Have a great day. Live life without productions and keep cheering.